Hey, Dan. Hey, Leon. Hey. Hey. You want to hear a joke? I do. Sure. Did you know there's three types of people in this world? No. Those who can count and those who can't? <laughs> Classic. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, 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 is Leon Black, returnee, friend of the podcast. Friend of the pod. Hey, thanks for having me again. Great to be here. Love the new setup and the fancy new mics you have since yeah. I was last here. You're sounding crisp there, Leon. Can I say that none of us have ever sounded better than we do right now? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds great yeah. in my ears. Hopefully it sounds great for all the listeners yeah. uh, listening to this. I bet it does. On their commute at 1.5 speed, as Leon just pointed out. <laughs> uh, Tim, let's see if this sounds good. What, what is the Tim and Dano? It's been a while since I've seen that live. <laughs> oh, we've probably done it about a hundred times since you've seen live. Yeah, when was the last time you were on the podcast, Leon? It was probably a good, uh, was it during COVID? I think we did an episode around working from home. It would have been, yeah. Yeah, it's probably first like lockdown? a good 24 months mm, or so. Yeah, it's been that long, yeah. I mean, Tim's having a baby next week. That's how long it's been. That's true. <laughs> My God. Speaking of which, Tim, what's been going on in your life? Uh, birth classes. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the, what is it, Lamar, Lamar's breathing? And yeah. yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, so calm, calm breath mm. and then working Can you breath. demonstrate? Yeah, so uh, I can't demonstrate the breath. Oh, okay. Uh, because it's nose breathing. Uh, but you can... <laughs> 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 No, what you want to do, so working breath is actually mm. a longer breath. Okay. It slows the breathing and you're trying to get to 10 seconds breathing in and 10 seconds breathing out. Nice. So is there a pause a in between the breaths? That's pretty long. That's a long breath. That is a long breath. And the, the concept behind that is mm. um, when you're having a contraction, mm. they usually go for about a minute. So that's literally three breaths you've got to get through. Right. So you're just like counting the breaths, trying to distract yourself. Nice. Now, I'm sure once we get to actual contractions, that's going to be out the window. Yeah. Like, completely. <laughs> <laughs> it's been three. <laughs> Why isn't this stopped? Sure. I'm going to be like, Jade, find the breath and with me. And she'll be like, get the one out. Yeah, shut the <laughs> Tim. <laughs> Don't touch me. She'll just be wanting to cause you pain. <laughs> you did this to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, got all that to look forward to, but mm. the birthing class was good. Like I learned so much and um, I think you're just going to be able to understand more when the obstetrician or midwife comes in and is just saying all these strange foreign words and things are happening. Mm. It's just going to help you sort of understand in those stressful moments. So mm. good. It, it was 12 hours of content though. It's so, a lot. Mm. It's a lot. Intense. Mm. Right. <laughs> Intense. And we watched some births. Which surprisingly almost made me cry every time. Good emotional. Very emotional. <laughs> Very emotional. And you look around the room with all the other people, they're almost crying or crying as well. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's uh, quite a hectic thing. It is really. so intense. Because I, so yeah. I've seen birthing videos in um, high school and it was a very different experience yeah, in that room. <laughs> yeah, right. But that's what I was expecting. Yeah. But they put like nice music over the top of it and then the baby cries and you're just mm. like, oh, 
you're about to go. Um, mm. So yeah, well, it's exciting, mate. I'm, I'm looking forward to hear the updates. Um, hopefully, not before our live episode next week. I know Tuesday the 25th, 6:30 p.m. There'll be a Zoom link on all our socials to jump in, and literally, you'll jump in, and we'll be there, and you can just talk to us and say good day. We're going to be making some cocktails potentially. Mm. Uh, we've got special guests coming in. Mm. Mike Mortlock Tributes. is going to drop in mm. at about 6:45. Some tributes from guests in the past. I hear rumors like. Kanye West, mate. Me, you know. There's rumors about Kanye. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's all sorts of things going on. So um, that's exciting. Mm. And hopefully your birth happens after that. Yeah. Well, knowing my son, <laughs> he's going to want to be here for the budget. So yeah. we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. What's happening uh, with you, Leon? Let's jump over to you. Give us your Tim and Dan, though. Yeah. Um, I guess it's been a pretty big year for us. We now 20 months into a merger that's going yeah. really well had nice. its ups and downs at first yeah the yeah, last time we spoke to you were yeah. probably inspired tech yeah that, mm. that would be right yeah now we're inspired yeah. inspired and, uh, much bigger team and mm. we're just kicking ass now so yeah, nice. got through all the merge hassles and now we're strength to strength and yeah. just working on progressing that further it's a yeah. journey so yeah. plenty of learnings from definitely well. <laughs> a lot of lessons a lot of lessons <laughs> yeah but like what's life without lessons so mm. yeah very good very good uh dan what's been cracking for you uh, i went uh, karting over the weekend oh, yeah. tim remember you adults call it karting um <laughs> it was good i i was you know i, I was con- uh, consistently top 10 out of 22 <laughs> Uh, Were the other 12 just like little kids? No, 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 no. I, I, only five or six. <laughs> but they had a weight advantage. They're like half my weight. <laughs> no fear. But that's true. That's true. So, uh, no, that was good. Good fun. Um, Were you like Bowser? Or like yeah, I was, I, I was essentially Donkey Kong out there, just like <laughs> barging into people. Like, get out of the way. The, the heavier one? Yeah. Like, get out of the way, you little shit kid. <laughs> just squishing the Yoshis. Yeah. Yoshi. Taking out my rage on the track. <laughs> no, that, that was good fun. Uh, I did make a promise last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was that this week on the podcast, I would let you shuffle a deck of cards uh, and did. I would memorize it, right? You, yeah. Is uh, this going to happen? It's going to happen on the live episode. Oh, wow. We're going to do that We're going to do it live. We are um, going to need filler. So yeah. Mainly <laughs> mainly because uh, I didn't get time this week to practice it. <laughs> but also, I thought it'd be a funny live thing. That would be really good live. Yeah. So next week, if you come live, mm. you don't have to speak to us. You can just lurk in the background. Yeah. Because uh, we'll be doing some great stuff like memorizing a deck of cards. <laughs> <laughs> in between cocktails and guests. So. Just what you want your accountant to be doing. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's much of a down there. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right, let's move on to the business update sponsored by Cats Accounts. Thanks, Cats Accounts, for you, sponsoring uh, mm. this segment of the podcast. How good does that sound, by the way? If I talk <laughs> it's lovely. Yeah, thank you. Um, budget next week is is our, is our business update this week um a few things have already been announced and a few things are going into um not into legislation but are, are being entered into the parliament to debate mm. including paid parental leave changes mm. extending that to 26 weeks oh wow yeah but it won't happen immediately unfortunately for you Tim. Do it now Do yeah. it now. <laughs> it's it's gonna happen two weeks at a time over a few years uh, good yeah awesome so by the time you have your second one maybe <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to um, ratify the cheaper childcare mm, as well. That'll be that will you will be eligible for that one. I hope so. Yeah. That'd be a major advantage for mm. so many families. Oh, oh. absolutely! And helping like everyone is struggling to hire yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So mm. if we can get more people into the workforce mm-hmm. by helping families mm. have both parents out there, then 
what a, I What's can't leave anything better. Efficiency dividends. Yeah, exactly. Is, right? yeah. And also just sanity for the parents. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, there needs to be more childcare centers as well. So mm. without the increased subsidy, I'm hearing, I haven't got onto it yet, guys. And the baby is just around the corner. Mm. But I'm scared by the end of Jade's 12 months of maternity leave, mm. we still won't be at the top of a waiting list on the Tim. childcare we want. You up. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you should have registered so, well oh. before you even started trying when, to have a when child. It, when it gets cheaper, <laughs> it, that's just going to be worse. Mm. Maybe you want to start another business. Yeah. Time for it. They're just like very capital intensive, but you're right, Leon. I, Let's do it. I've mentioned you, on the- through all your mergers. Yeah. You want to start a childcare? I'm always willing and open for new opportunities. Yeah, yeah I like it. I, I've mentioned on the podcast before this business that I saw that was a childcare that opened up with a cafe next to it. And it's just genius. Absolute it's just printing genius. money, that place. Absolute like, genius. So let's just do that here. Yep. We're looking for <laughs> in <this> capital <laughs> investors. <laughs> if you want to get in on the ground level, shoot us an email. And people with childcare experience. experience yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apply within. That is probably a little bit important. Yeah. That, oh, well, we'll figure yeah. that. It's just a road, small roadblocks. We'll yeah. get through them. Uh, I guess other things that are being announced is the electric vehicle. Well, I mean, that is already announced, but maybe there'll be some more commentary on that. So yeah, we'll find out. It, it'll be interesting. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure if, because this will be the second, so there'll be another budget in six months. Mm, yeah. Um, the normal time. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if this is going to be like teeing stuff, stuff up for that budget or if they're going to make some big changes now or if it's like, hey, things aren't going to go very great mm-hmm. and so we need to make some change. Mm-hmm. Here's a few small ones next time. Expect something bigger. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be interesting. And they may be winding back some of the tax cuts that were planned. Yeah. So there was a lot of, I heard a lot of debate about that. And then all of a sudden they came out and said, we're not doing that. Mm. And instead <laughs> we're going to see where things are at in 2024 when they're meant to happen. Mm. But then have That's you seen all the stuff happening in the UK? Yeah. So <laughs> they were trying to cut taxes. And everyone was like, we don't want that. And isn't she gone now? She might get she's been turfed. Yeah. Yeah. A month into the job. I don't know if she's been no, turfed no, or no, she's no, about no. to it be turfed. It was like a second hand that, got the blame and turf oh, so yeah, she, kinda, okay. she offloaded it onto someone else mm. yeah scapegoat Oof. totally yeah so her days are numbered though people are not that. very friendly with her now mm. imagine being a month into the job and then that Crazy. it's like I'm gonna make the people happy give them tax cuts <laughs> <laughs> and somehow that blew up in her face <laughs> when does that uh, that's what I'm trying to understand I haven't looked into it enough but yeah. it was mainly higher income earners <sighs> that were benefiting from yeah it. yeah and what's the theory there? Crashed their like, dollar. yeah yeah <laughs> And it's, it's inflationary as well. And we're already having a lot of inflation. So yeah. if they're adding more money to be spent, that's just going to make mm, people upset. Because int- rising interest rates is, is affecting people mm. with less disposable income first. Mm. So um, why would you then go and cut taxes for more wealthy people? So I guess I understand that. There's mm. a lot of logic in that. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Interesting stuff. All right, Tim, have you got a tight ass tip? I do. Got the tight ass tip. Yeah, that's the in, that's the that's the uh, intro. I like it. <laughs> you need to be there with like a guitar or something. Yeah. You just strum it. Let's bump the new microphone. Uh, maybe not a guitar then. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've got a good one for you guys today. So uh, we're talking about. Hold data. on. Okay, no, no. My question is going to be: Is it baby related? It's not baby okay, related. Good. No, there'll be plenty of baby related. <laughs> I'm looking forward year, to it. So yeah. No, today is themed from today's mm. main topic. Okay. And uh, we're talking about data security and data breaches. Mm-hmm. Um, and last night I had dinner with some friends and we we're talking about how mm. one of their cards got hacked and how basically, you know, these scammers are pretty much running like a, a random number generator until mm. they find someone's card, they charge them a dollar 
And then they set them up on a $5 a month bill that looks like Amazon. And it goes like unnoticed, mm. potentially for ever. You could see that not being noticed. So the tight ass tip here is scan your bank transactions. Mm. That's all it is. It, if it's once a month, once every three months, you might catch $10 a month of scam activity mm. um, that you missed. Which mm. you, I mean, if you've missed it for a year, they're gonna they're gonna increase what they're taking until mm. maybe one day they take everything. <laughs> so, tight ass tip: scan your bank transactions. Yeah, that's a good one. Do you want to hear a uh, bit of info on a money washing? Yes, system always. Yeah, that I, I learned about just the other month. Okay, well, uh, it's called about like the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, <laughs> no, obviously, <laughs> and economics and stuff like that cool. interests me. I like it. Uh, I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's basically a, a triangle scheme. <laughs> and so typically, a bunch of credit card numbers get swiped, yep. sold on the dark web, people buy them, use them, charge a credit card. Mm-hmm. How do you convert that stolen money into legitimate money? Mm. So this came about by some lady ordering some coffee pods on eBay and also getting a coffee machine. And she used to work for the FBI and she's like, this isn't right. And uh, wanted to dig in why this was happening. So I'll, I'll keep it short. But essentially the scheme works as follows. The person with the stolen credit card wants to convert that to real money, legitimate mm-hmm. money. Yep. So on eBay, they'll have a store, they'll sell a legitimate product. In this instance, Nescafe pods. Wow. They'll place the order with Nescafe with the stolen credit card and an extra thing, like maybe they'll also deliver a milk steamer or whatever. So that oh gets charged by Nescafe. You get delivered the products. People are like, wow, I got bonus stuff. Five-star wow. review. What they've paid at eBay is now legitimate cash. Oh my God. And because you're now three different parts that are separated, yeah. Nescafe, they're small charges. They don't really have any information to yeah. connect. Mm. Yeah. Someone complains. It's like, it's too much effort to yeah, chase yeah. up on. So they don't yeah. do anything. Mm. They're getting good feedback from eBay. Everyone's happy. Person receives extra stuff. Typical people are like, happy. wow, bonus. Yeah. Except for this one lady that was like, hang on a sec. Why am I getting extra <laughs> stuff? But uh, fascinating. And it's wow. really incredible the kind of systems they come up with. Wow. That, that is- That's unreal. Kind of genius. <laughs> genius in like the most yeah. dark, dark way. way yeah. 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 Wow. So, so the only one really suffering is the large corporation. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or like or the, the person with the stolen card. credit card. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't notice, yeah. pays but, the bill. But they'll charge back. That'll charge back to yeah. Nescafe. So Nescafe is going to go, oh, it's an $80 order. And who is spend. covering this? The insurance company or Nescafe? Well, Nescafe, if it doesn't. Nescafe. Yeah, because the money will. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Oof. That's. Um, Jeez. Anyway. Really um, we is, are, it's so important though, because this is the, what's going the future is going to be like. Mm. So if businesses like Nescafe don't get onto that and clamp mm. down on that sort of behavior, they could be losing tons of money by selling tons of product. <laughs> like it all looks great until two months later. I wonder, there has to be a better way to buy things than just like, 12 digit number and a, and a, and a, you could just and an expiry date. Like you're getting back into cryptocurrency. <laughs> that could be, but like, I wonder mm. if there's like, a, like we have like the Apple wallets and stuff, right? Where it's just got our cards and stuff stored and I'm just clicking buttons, ordering things. Mm. Surely there's like some secure way to do that instead of like, it's not attached to a number. It's attached to an account or something. Mm. I, don't, I don't know. Figure that out. Leon, figure that out. <laughs> Another business idea. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All of them today. 
Uh, on an unrelated note, we um, are actually opening an eBay store selling <laughs> two drunk accountants merch. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll just we'll throw in a few freebies too, potentially. <laughs> Actually, we did have a request during the week um, following on from my Ask Me Anything on Instagram during the week. Oh, good. Um, which was, can we sell sock mops? <laughs> <laughs> what a sock mop. It's Dan's nickname. Okay. It's, uh, <laughs> it sounds really gross. There was a period where... Um, uh, if I'd made a small spill on the ground of water and I was not wearing shoes, you just sort of wipe it with your sock and it dries you up. You don't do that. Anyway. No one does that. It was out of paper towel. <laughs> what a waste. Literally, like one time he spilled some water on the ground and then he just wiped it with his sock. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> that is the worst idea ever. Now you've got a wet sock. Sock didn't get that well. I get, like, I'm not doing it with a huge spill, am I? Or like milk or some gross that will dry on the sock. But know, a small splash of water. Who are we to say what you're yeah. not doing with? <laughs> Anyway, we've had a request we can sell branded sock mops, um, which I'm all for. With like microfiber bottoms. Yeah, brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you need ones that that are for babies that go up the legs. Yeah. And they can just clean the floor at the same time. That's what you need soon, Tim. I do need that. Instead of the robot vacuum. Mm. A baby, baby, baby mop. Baby mop. (laughs) I like it. I like it. All right, let's move on to our main topic then. Uh, Main topic is our chat here with Leon about data breaches, about what's going on. We've all heard about this Optus data breach. Mm. Um, everyone's up in arms about it, but it's a thing that probably happens more often than we think. And it's probably something that us as small businesses, but also just consumers out there in the world should be more aware of and, and, and what's going on. So we thought we'd get Leon on mm-hmm. who can talk to us about all of these things. So Leon, let's start with broad, broadly speaking, with the Optus stuff. Reaction. Reaction. <laughs> What's your Surpri- first take? Are you surprised? Uh, not really surprised. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> people give enterprise a lot more credit than they have, mm. either, whether it's business process, whether it's protection mm. or whatnot. Reality is they're all just the same as small businesses, but they're just much yeah. larger. There's mm. many more people. Much more complexity. Risk, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and in theory, they're spending a lot more money on security. Mm. But... Okay. So you'd imagine someone like Optus would be spending more money on security. So were they just spending it in the wrong place or were they just saying they're spending the money and they weren't really doing anything? Or what what, what do you think? Uh, I think it's probably going to be something we're never going to really know what happened. Mm. Uh, Optus, of all the providers, is notorious for never providing reasons for things. So for example, a few outages on the internet or phone networks where they're meant to provide a reason for outage Mm. document and Mm. they will just never do it and never admit fault. Uh, So I imagine largely it'll be the same here. We'll get some high level information Mm. and never really work out what happened. But regardless, uh, I'm sure they're spending a ton of money on their security, on their protection and what they do. Mm. But it's the same as every business, small to large. You have a major factor that's human Mm. input and that's a major risk that you can't really protect against too mm. much. Yeah. Uh, and then they've got just all the different systems, interconnections, mm. systems that are separate, and especially a large business like Optus that's been going for so long, you can bet a lot of legacy systems that really just don't True. have adequate security, and that's usually where 
a lot of holes open up from. Yeah, right. So it's not like they've just gotten someone's password and that happened to be a higher person with <laughs> authority. I mean, that's one of the options, I mean, it right? it could be. But <laughs> it could be they got someone's username and password, found access to something, no mm. multi-factor authentication. Mm. Hello, so 9 million people's data. Well, what's the, what's the consequence for this? You know, we, there hasn't really been, or at least I haven't seen it out, out in the media too much about what is actually Optus going to have to do about this apart from notify everyone and, and it like fines panel, like surely w- fines. what's the result? Right? If we're in Europe, it mm. would probably be hundreds of million dollars of fines. Mm. Wow. Uh, Cause they take this stuff seriously, Yeah, but we're in Australia. So it might be a couple million dollars of fine. So it's like pocket change on a mm. Monday for Optus doesn't yeah. really impact them, mm. uh, but it's going to be more the, the media pressure yes. and people's views on Optus mm. for all those people that are customers that potentially had their data mm. leaked. Mm. Their big risk is identity being stolen Yeah, because they really have all the tools to do that. And mm. unfortunately there's not much you can do to protect, protect yeah. against that yeah. other than signing up for a subscription with um, what's that credit body called? Is it like a credit check agency? Yeah. 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 So one, one of them. So you can yeah. you can sign up for a service with many of the credit check agencies. It'll tell you if you're applying for a credit card. It'll tell you if you're getting credit hits. Mm. And, oh, that's a good idea. And in these scenarios, unfortunately, it's not until that happens that you're, you're typically going to be able to pick something up. Mm. The, we should just all go change our names. The CPA <laughs> sent around a, um, a link to a site that you could go to and you just type your details in and it tells you whether or not your details were in any of that at all. Oh, wow. Oh, that's interesting. Cool. It's like entering so, your phone number or entering your name and birth date. Wow. That's interesting. And then, I'm sure uh, it wasn't a yeah. scammer that uh, <laughs> it was, it was, collect all your info. It was, from, like fishing. <laughs> it was from the CPA, so unless they got conned, which maybe they did. I wouldn't be surprised. No, it gave details. It was from some university somewhere that prepared it. And the University yeah, of Dark Web? Yeah. <laughs> wasn't a scam. Did you put in your details? My phone number. Okay. Nothing else. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It didn't ask like my driver's license and my credit card details, and it, it was very basic info. Yeah, I mean, it's scary stuff. And the worst thing is, it's not if you're even a current customer of Optus. If you've been a customer with them in the last 10 years, then they've got that data. Mm. Why aren't they purging that information? Like our driver's license or... Are they actually required by law to get that info from us? I think they are because we're getting SIMs off them. So I think there is a lot of... It's it's like a identity check. Yeah. But is it required by law that they keep it? Oh, probably not to keep it. Uh, yeah. Or is it enough to just show them, hey, person at Optus, here's my driver's license. It's it me. Be. And I'm no, because it's when you call up later and you're like, oh, I want to get someone added. It's okay. Mm. How are we verifying who you are? And mm. if they don't have that information, they can't true, really cross check it true, with true. you. But That's it true. should be stored much more securely and probably mm. segregated well, data. Wouldn't the point of taking someone's identity when they get a SIM mm. be that the government or whoever could then go track back mm. to that SIM and, and who got it. I guess. So you would need historical data yeah. in that instance. Yeah, Australia especially, we've got regulations with even a prepaid SIM where you've right. got to yep. give your license, exactly. address, etc. cetera. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, because I used to work at Video Easy and I was around when that changed. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, a long time ago, probably 2007 <laughs> maybe. And uh, people did used to come in all the time and just get prepaid SIMs. And there was no records we need to take it all it's got, it's got some burners yeah some burner phones. yeah, like, yeah omar well, coming yeah <laughs> where i was working probably <laughs> probably dan we had security all the time so uh, in, in a way then 
if it is require a requirement of them by law to gather that info, then you do sort of feel not sorry for Optus by any means, but but concerned about then the requirement for them to keep that data safe mm. if it's forced upon yeah. them to collect it. Mm. Um, and that's really where the European Union GDPR mm. regulations really defines that solidly and mm. make it makes it a massive issue if a business is not looking after that data. Mm. Where we've got the notifiable data breach legislation, which is kind of like a super baby version mm. of that. It's sort of like if you tell people on time, then you're, you're off scot-free. Yeah. Sort of. It's, it's basically if you tell us within 30 days and you haven't been negligent, mm. whatever. Mm. Then you're probably fine. <laughs> but if you don't tell us and nobody mm. finds out, nothing's really going to happen anyway. <laughs> yeah. So it's a... <laughs> So uh, how often would this kind of thing happen without us knowing about you reckon, Leon? All right. Well, you guys are, are numbers guys, obviously. <laughs> yeah, love numbers. We love numbers. So uh, between <laughs> July and December last year, how many notified data breaches do you think there was in Australia? In Australia? Yeah. Is it of any significant size or just any data breach? What classifies that was, an yeah. actual data breach yeah. of like sensitive information released? Or seven. So July to December. Yep. Six, so six, months. six months of 2021. 180 days. It's got to be at least one a day, I reckon. So I'm going to say 180. I'm going to say it was seven. Okay. Okay. All right. Guesses. 464. Whoa. Nice. Way more. That's like three a day. And they're yeah. the ones that were notified. Those are the ones that were notified and actually followed mm. the legislation, right? Wow. And 55% of that is malicious or criminal attacks. 41% human error. <laughs> That's where you got to make sure you train your staff. So there's an overlap System there. faults. <laughs> How much was system fault? 4%. Oh, it was 55% um, criminal. Yeah, yeah, so 55% criminal, 41% just human, just human error. Yep. Jesus. That is yep. massive. Yep. Which is just sending out someone's details. So that could be sending out someone's details. details. Yeah. That could be putting a username and password in something malicious mm. so it gets mm. it. It could be uh, sending a database file of all of your customer details on an email by mistake. Could as be multiple an, things. As an accountant, that makes me cringe. Like the thought of that. It does. Yeah. So like the funny thing is like, obviously this is fairly well known, this Optus thing, but maybe it's going to be a lens in which the broader public becomes more aware of their data and what's being used with it and, and where it's being stored. Because I, I even had a, a new client come in during the week who asked me how we keep our data. Wow. Where is it stored? That's really interesting. What's our security for it? Mm. Yeah. Do we so, have any threats, Leon? Or? <laughs> no, you guys are very well protected. You're with yeah, the yeah. excellent protective yeah. service provider. I, I, I did just give them your name, Leon. I just say yeah, and that's right. That's exactly what we're here for. We can, but yeah. This is interesting because um, in some ways, like as a user of a provider like Optus, mm. you might want to actually know what they're investing in, into their security now and into their IT protection. Mm. So yeah, that's, a, that's good news for you, Leon, and, yeah. and your business. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh, especially the whole COVID stuff and everyone moving more remote and mm. really relying on their IT services. Yeah. Uh, people are seeing the value in actually having to spend money and how that can help them leverage their business and what they're doing. Yeah. Mm. And more yep. importantly, keep them protected. So yeah. the point I wanted to raise with that number of uh, breaches just in that six month period yep. is I was talking to a, a potential customer, business owner the other day, mm. and one of the comments was, they're like a bit concerned about how protected they are, but then they go, I'm just a small business. They're not interested in me, mm, etc." Mm, so nice. if we take those 464 of that, let's just look at 2022 so far. These are the notable 
ones from big companies in Australia for 2022. Yep. Toyota, okay. uh, OAIC, the New South Wales government, News Corp, <laughs> CFMMEUR, don't know who that is. It's a union. Mm. Red Cross Australia, Ooh. TFNSW, don't know who that is. Flexbook, Transport for New Bunnings. South Wales, probably. <laughs> so those, those are just a handful of ones that were large business. Mm. So yeah, there's not many. So the rest are all small. Lo- yeah, wow. the rest are not going to be mm. large, publicly known companies. <laughs> and reality is small business have that mindset so mm. they don't spend money on security. Mm. They don't try and protect themselves. So they're much easier to exploit. Mm. I guess the question you've got to ask yourself is if data is important to what you're doing in your business, then what's your business worth? Um, and how can you survive without the data? If your business can't survive without that customer data, well then, yeah, you can value the protection pretty highly mm. because without it, you've got no business. Yeah, that's probably, and that's, I guess, part of the sales pitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it is true. It is true. There's an element of that. And then if you can get some efficiencies and... Um, good support in the meantime, then that's, that's added bonus. Well, it's, it's also become so much more harder because, you know, data security back in the day was a locked file cabinet in a room that, you know, had an alarm system. Yeah. That, that was high tech. That was it. Yeah. Now backups, we use so many different software. Mm. We have so much data coming in and out from various places and various sources. Mm. Um, it's just seems almost overwhelming to someone who just runs a small business. Like, what does that mean? I've, I have a Microsoft subscription. Is that all I need to do? Uh, what do I do? Um, so yeah, so that's probably a good place to go next. That is, that is a good talking point, yeah. yeah. W- what, do, what do people in that situation in the small businesses actually do? Well, a lot of them, nothing mm. until something becomes a disaster. Mm. And that's the, the sad thing, right? Yeah. So you have many conversations with business owners where they're like, oh, I don't want to spend, say a 20 staff business might spend 40 to 50,000 a year on their IT services, yep. keeping them protected, Microsoft yep. licensing, et cetera, yep. um, for a comprehensive suite. And they're like, oh, I don't want to spend that on my business. Yeah. Mm. But then it's like, okay, if you get breached and mm. all of a sudden you've lost all your business data, mm. what's that going to cost your business? Like what's it going to cost you having 20 staff sitting there that you can't work for a week? Mm. And In one week, it would, yeah. Yeah, it paid for itself yeah. really easily. Mm. But unfortunately, there's a lot of business owners out there that, until it comes to that situation where they have yeah. that and they go, oh, this actually could happen to me. Mm. Don't invest the money in protecting their businesses. Very true. Very true. Yeah, it's, it, it is mm. interesting. And yeah, I, so I wonder if, say, data responsibility is going to be something that's sort of reportable in the same way that like, um, you know, carbon, uh, footprint. carbon footprint is mm. is suddenly becoming something that, people want to see what you're doing with or mm. your social responsibility. So like I wonder a, if data responsibility is going to be like the fourth thing. Like, but, a, like a marketing point yeah. almost. It's like, here, here's our data policies and our data. Here's what we've done compared mm. to what everyone else does. Mm. And you can see we're a step above. Yeah. Here's what we do with our carbon footprint. And yeah. you can see we're like, so I wonder if, if that's going to start becoming a thing. Yeah. I know a lot of big business probably already have to report on these things and we all just, yeah, yeah, I agree to the terms yeah. to things, but yeah. um, it needs to be more visible than that. Yeah. And I guess the other big thing there is it's not like this has all started happening in the last five or 10 years. Mm. It's just that it's become that you have to report on it mm. and you have to notify your customer base. So it's mm. much more in the media. It's yep. going to people that are getting impacted. Yep. Mm. Yeah. 
and everything is just online these days as well. Um, yeah. So it's just that much more dangerous. Yeah. And, and I guess that's the other point that you were talking about all the different cloud softwares is mm. we put so much trust in what could be a backyard job, mm. little cloud application that we don't True. know anything about. You mm. might not have any protection and it could be them that gets compromised. Mm. And that's also all of your customer data. This is true. So For instance, true. many people listen to this probably use Zero or are accountants that have all of their data through zero products or mm. you know and not just even picking on zero all the other software or mm. um pretty much everything that we use yeah, yeah. we just trust that that they've done the right thing you know they say what their security is you mm. know and it's oh we're as good as the banks and all that kind of stuff but yeah. what does that mean mm. i don't know what what, sh- what what should we be looking for in that situation if we're signing for some up for something what's what should we be looking for leon like realistically in an ideal world Mm. uh any vendor that you're onboarding you could do a security audit on which Mm. a a good good it service provider would be able to help with and kind of check out and review what are what are all the things they've got in place how they're protecting this data how Mm. they set up is it some random little server in someone's backyard or is it a a premier cloud provider that's that's really Mm. investing billions of dollars in Mm. security each year and if you can be strict in your business and go if it doesn't meet these minimum standards then we Mm. just can't go with it that that helps too Mm. yeah but uh even down to mentioning zero have you used any zero add-ins yeah, yeah, all yeah. the time. Absolutely. So, yeah. guess what they've got access to? Yeah, the zero API. Yeah, and then mm. all the so data. They can get all your customer data. So, mm. they're also something to be cautious of too, and mm. what mm-hmm. access they've got to, mm. got access to. Yeah, it's so interconnected. Mm. So, step one: develop some minimum standard that you're happy with, with your IT provider. <laughs> yeah. Step two. Yep. review each time you, you're bringing on a new software provider step one i think actually before step one mm. you just said step zero step zero mm. how important is data in your business yeah that's true yeah and if anyone has a business where they don't have customers don't have staff and are making <laughs> a lot of money please let me know about it because i would be very interested uh, <laughs> so true suck mops <laughs> <laughs> so good so good yeah, no, so all right, so that's um, so what, what else should we be looking for then, Leon? So you say, you know, 41% of these things are human error. Mm. Um, how can we help the human error side of it? What, what does that look like and, and what can we be doing? Yeah, so from a business owner perspective, you want to mm. make sure that you're investing in your staff and mm. training for the staff just so they've got basic awareness at least. Mm. Uh, if you have not heard the term multi-factor authentication or two-factor authentication (laughs) or don't know if you're actively using it, Mm. that is something you need to ask an IT professional straight away because if you're not, that is the number one way that you can get compromised. Yeah. I love, actually love multi-factor authenticator. It's debated my existence at times because like, damn it, got to get it. Authenticate, especially but. now zero only lasts a day. With yeah, them, yeah. Every time. I know. <laughs> Is that every why? Day. Yeah, they changed it. It's only twenty four hours now. Ah, because of ATO standards. I just thought that I must have like, oh, I must have deleted my history or, yeah. or done something, and yeah. Ah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it'll trust you for a day, but. But yeah, look, as soon as I heard some horror stories about people's Facebooks being hacked or mm. Instagram, they're messaging everyone they know. I was like, I'm going to put MFA on everything. Mm. Um, and then changing phones became an issue, but now MFA apps, you can back them up and transfer to your no- new phone. Mm. Like Easy as like scanning a QR code. So um, I um, got to have it. You've just got to have it. Yeah, and, and it makes you 
not less concerned, but but you know when you get those notifications um, that might pop up if you're using if you're saving all your passwords in like Microsoft Edge or something, it's like, hey, we found your password combinations yeah, yeah. in a few databases. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're like, cool. I need to go change that pretty quickly. Yeah. But at the same time, those things I do have multi-factor on. Mm. So even if they have them, they're not likely to get through. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. be less concerned in that scenario. Yeah, yeah. like I'm still going to very quickly go change the passwords, but <laughs> not not ideal still. But yeah. actually, hasn't happened yeah. to me yet. But they I may be able to it. find another way than your multi-factor mm. to hack you, especially if your email yeah. has that password. Well, because then I they suppose can that's send another thing. To your email is use different passwords for different things. I hate that. I hate oh. that too. That's that uh, kind of triangle of needs. It's like security, mm. convenience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like those password generators and then it saves them. But then if you're ever somewhere else and you need to log into that thing, you're like, I'm never going to know that. <laughs> exactly. Your password management tool. Yeah, exactly. And at the very least, if you're going to use the same password, make sure they've all got multi-factor authentication. Yeah, yes. definitely. That's why I like that a lot of the banking apps use a number instead of your email to log in. Because yeah. even if someone steals my password email combination if it's the same as my online banking mm. it's not my email that you use to access it yeah what, what is it though what is the number for you it's uh seven <laughs> <laughs> eight and uh date of birth yeah same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah actually it's usually like your customer reference yeah. number or something yeah like actually got a link um <laughs> that you can type all that in and check it recently yeah <laughs> we'll send it out after yeah. the password yeah, after the uh, podcast yeah, yeah you just enter in your your banking details yeah. and it tells you whether or not they've been hacked it wasn't 220519 yeah <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, good very good yeah so yeah, I guess we're going to see more and more of this in yeah. the media we're going to see businesses crippled mm. by this potentially yeah, yeah. oh definitely which is sad it's very sad, especially uh, when you're talking about a small business that might be five staff, 10 staff, 20 mm. staff. That's, that's like a lot of families relying on that business. Yeah. And all it takes is one bad data breach that yeah. mm. they can't recover from. Ironically, people, some businesses are probably spending more on their physical security at their office mm. or location than they are on their IT security mm. as yeah. well. Yeah, which and is pretty uh, ludicrous in this day and age. Like you're much more unlikely to get broken into physically. Yeah, mm. you can go and buy a new computer the next day as long as they're stock, but mm. you can't get your data back that easily. So no, yeah. um, I, I guess a, a couple key takeaways on this I'd yep. say is never have this the idea of oh it won't happen to me I'm not mm. important because mm. that's the exact it will type happen of to you looking yeah. for. <laughs> uh, if you're a business owner make sure you've got multi-factor authentication on all your staff accounts and everything nice. you log into nice. Mm. Nice. for a person just make sure you get multi-factor authentication on everything your Facebook mm. your Twitters your yeah. Instagrams your Canva whatever mm. you might log in and play around mm. with because it's it's going to be the number one thing to help protect you yeah and don't send naked photos to people that's a bad idea as well. What? Not that I did that. Is it? No, yeah, they'll blackmail you. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, damn. Nah, I should think about that. Then blackmail you if you're ashamed of it. <laughs> oh, <that's> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 What if I if I'll I get out ahead of it? it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you get ahead of them and just start an OnlyFans, then <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll make money from it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's great. That's great. I what like would you? Nah, no, I won't go through it. <laughs> that's another great business idea. OnlyFans. Well, there's, I was, there's Daddy. Probably not worried about. 
I was recently joking. Jade told me recently I should start an OnlyFans account and it was because I was For in what? <laughs> Long luscious locks. <laughs> I, I didn't have a shirt on and I was vacuuming. She's like, you should start an OnlyFans account and just do that. Pregnancy's gone to Jade's head. And <laughs> <laughs> she's shove her face. <laughs> Maybe she said... No, she didn't say that. I said that. I so think. you should you should start an OnlyFans. <laughs> it's just you doing house chores, yeah. <laughs> just vacuuming. You know, people would sign up. Dusting, lighting the fire. Yeah, I saw a post the other day, and it was like a, a guy and his wife, and it's like my wife paid off our mortgage, all of our debts and stuff, thanks to her OnlyFans, and then it went to the oh next one, and goes, she's going to be really pissed off when she finds out she has an OnlyFans. Oh my <laughs> oh. God. That's hilarious. Oh, that's horrible. That's hilarious. Yes. Um, cool. All right. So that's, that's great. I think we've got some practical steps that people can be taking, but really the takeaway is uh, what you do with your data and how secure it is, is extremely important and yep. you should be thinking about it. Yeah. Don't underestimate it mm. at yeah. all. It's important. Perfect. All right. That Thanks finishes well. up our main topic today, which was data breach. Mm. Thank you. Uh, other things. I can go first. Yeah. <laughs> Go first. Uh, I got two other things. My first one is uh, the basketball is back. Hey, basketball's back. I, I watched nice. the the Raptors' first game. They won. Did they? They won. They beat the Cavs. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, they got good players this year. The Cavs. Do they? Donovan Mitchell's in the team now. Oh yeah. Bunch of other great players. Really? Yeah. They're expected to do good things. Wow. And we beat them. Okay. They suck compared <laughs> to us. Um, Seventy six is lost. Yes, they did. Yeah. But the Celtics. The Celtics, Celtics are going to yeah. be pretty good this year. Uh, so yeah, so that, that was really good. Um, but the other thing is I'm, I'm, I'm doing that step challenge still. Uh, uh, I've been talking about it. That's the whole reason I did it. Ask me anything during the week because it was like, I'm going to go home unless I have something to do on this walk. I've been out for an hour already. <laughs> <laughs> People ask me questions, please. That's good. Keep doing it, Dan. It worked. I did like another four Ks. Nice. Yeah. Well done. Mm. That's impressive. What are Just you averaging per day? Um, not well, Yesterday was terrible because it rained all day. Yeah, okay. So I went out for a walk in the morning. I got two Ks in. It started raining. Came home. Went to go for a walk in the afternoon. Pouring of rain. So you don't have a gym if with only cardio? there was some clever inventions like an umbrella or a rain. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Listen, I'm happy with Can my excuses and I want you guys now? to go along with it, please. Uh, but but uh, this week I'm averaging over 10,000 a day so okay. far. That's Monday to, to Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Even even yesterday. with my poor six thousand dollar a six sorry six thousand dollar six thousand step day yeah. yeah yesterday um yeah I'm not sure if I spoke about the step challenge last week on the podcast did I mm. loser has to grow a mustache oh so I've really got to put in some effort uh, into this this week um I also think yeah, that Kurt nine days Kurt sec- the person I'm doing against secretly wants to grow a mustache so I, I think <laughs> I think he's also hoping winner grows a mustache but <laughs> <laughs> he might just grow one anyway yeah. so he I, just wants a friend to grow, grow just, one with yeah him. I said why don't we just do November uh, Movember or something and he's like nah no step challenge I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> so yeah if, uh, if you see me on the Instagram uh, over the next couple week or and a half streets. or on the streets walking it's because I don't really want a mustache so <laughs> try to get my steps up nice that's nice. my other thing Good what's one, yours, Tim? if uh, you lose you might uh, have to move into pool cleaning <laughs> yes <laughs> come to clean yes. pool. <laughs> speaking of only fans yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, other thing for me I watched it, I'm really into war films <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> and the, um, last Saturday, I was cleaning up the house. And I, Jade was out at hands. Mm. And I decided I'm not going to have many opportunities where I'm just going to be like home alone on the couch watching TV mm. for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to do that. Yeah. And I watched a movie mm. and it was called Danger Close, Battle of Long Tan. And it's based on true events, Australian um, Delta company in Vietnam. Mm. And um, yeah, I think it's one of our heaviest casualty days in the Vietnam War. Uh, but it was a pretty, yeah, pretty interesting, pretty touching. Mm. Really enjoyed it. So What's it called again? Uh, Danger Close. Cool. Battle of Long Tan. Danger Close. Right. It was really good. Give it a look. Recommend it. Yeah. Give it a look. Mm-hmm. Leon. Any recommendations um, for anything? Yeah, you know what? You guys are in the same kind of age range uh, yeah. to know Tony Hawk. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you haven't watched it, the Tony Hawk documentary is excellent. Really? And, uh, what, yeah. Where's that available? Uh, good question. Okay. It might be on look it up. Hulu or something. Yeah, check it out. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's a fascinating story and just the kind of role model he was coming up through those years for, mm. for kids and stuff. And, and he's one of the few people that throughout that whole time was not just like getting to the drugs and alcohol and destroying mm. his life and, mm. and stayed quite level and yeah. and really committed to what he's doing. Yeah. And he's 50-something now, still, still skateboards does three yeah. days a week. Yeah. How good's that? He's incredible. He's probably a it's legend on the skateboard still. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I'm, worth a watch. I'm really keen to watch that because I loved Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 growing up. They were the best. Yeah. Like all the soundtracks still bring, if I ever hear any of the songs from those soundtracks, I'm like, oh yeah, Tony Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would have spent a fair bit of time playing Tony Hawk, Tim, wouldn't you? Yeah. <clears throat> I wasn't very good at it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever try and skateboard in real life? No. You go through a skateboard oh. phase? No, no. I think I tried to stand mm. on a skateboard once and like almost killed myself. So yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was cool, like, mm. but I just didn't think I was cool enough. Yeah, fair enough. It. No, that's a good assumption. I was more of a rollerblader. Yeah, I tried skateboarding very briefly and then switched to rollerblading. Nice. And so I'd go to skate parks with some friends who were really into it nice. and they'd skateboard and I'd rollerblade <laughs> in the skate park. I, was, I got all right, but it was, it was nerdy. Like I was definitely the little nerd Sam kid from Rocket Power instead of the other cool guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, That was me too. Yeah. I, I liken myself to Chucky from Rugrats. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, but yeah, like, uh, no, I never got into it. I couldn't find what streaming service that's on. Uh, seems to be HBO and HBO Max. Currently. So is that it only, binge? It's it's probably binge then. Yeah, it's probably binge. It must be binge. Yeah. It's called uh, Until the Wheels Fall Off. Mm. Until the Wheels Fall I Off. I really want to watch that. Yeah. I'm super keen it's on that. Really I'm going to watch that this weekend. Nice. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, everybody. Don't forget, Tuesday night, the 25th at 6.30, go to our socials. You'll find the link to join our Zoom live podcast uh, where we're going to be making cocktails, having special guests, laughing at tributes, mm. watching the budget and giving our instant reactions, uh, memorizing decks of cards. It's going to be a wild <laughs> ride. So make sure you tune in. Uh, and if you don't, we will record some of it. Not all of it. We'll be record some of it and we'll mm. release that as an episode uh, later in that week as well. But definitely jump on. Yeah. And thanks for being with us, Leon. Yeah. If anyone wants to contact you, how do they do that? Uh, feel free to throw an email at me, leon.b at anspired.com.au, which mm. is A-N-S-P-I-R-E-D.com.au. Happy to hear from you. Have a chat. Yeah. Don't try and hack it. He's got MFA. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Send him a phishing link. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, thanks for being here, Leon. It was very interesting. Yep. And uh, if you want to find us, two drunk podcasts at gmail.com, two drunk accountants on all the social medias, and we will catch you later. Bye. Bye.